Yo, what's up? This is Rational Logical Sports Podcast. This is Maliko Suma, and this is my co-host, Christopher Grenham. What's going on? Chris Grenham. Do you want me to introduce myself? Yeah, go ahead. Introduce, tell the people who you are. Yeah. Give uh, me I'm Chris Grenham. I'm an NBA and college basketball contributor for SB Nation. I cover the Big East Conference when it comes to college, uh, and then I cover the Oklahoma City Thunder, Boston Celtics, and the Washington Wizards for the... Uh, for the NBA, but I like to flourish a little bit more into other sports, but in terms of work life, it's all basketball for me. And for me, I am a irrational LeBron James fan and a supporter of most cocky, irrationally confident um, sport athletes and the Friars, so I'm just more a jack. Stubborn, more stubborn. Than, no, uh, I'd say I'm a jack national. of all trades. Yeah, I'd say I'm stubborn and annoying at, at times, but yeah, that's fair. Sounds like a Boston sports fan. All right, so let's get okay. right into it. We're going to start with the college football playoffs. Um, college football season for me was very average this year. I honestly didn't pay attention unless it was a top like marquee matchup that I was watching on Saturday night. I don't know about you, but I didn't seek games out. Um, I think Alabama, for the first time in like four years, looks very human, which makes college football boring. They don't have like yeah. a freak. I mean. I mean, I'm sure like a lot of people like the like the blue bloods up there, kind of like they do college basketball. So I'm sure a lot of people dislike that, but uh, or I, I don't know. I mean, it, it it makes it kind of boring, yeah. But I hate Nick Saban so much. Uh, Why? And well, it's it's uh, people always get on me because I'm a Patriots he fan. Is, yeah, he's Belichick. the equivalent to Bill Belichick at the college level, so it yeah, doesn't make I sense. Yeah, I mean, I don't like him though. He's annoying in college. I want him to. He is dominated college football for so long I, I just there's less parity in college football in terms of the top than there is in the NFL okay that's uh, that's false because Bill Belichick has had 15 10 win seasons right in that one conference what is it AFC East or whatever AFC East the, the yeah, cupcake league but so, across the league you're saying there's more parity in college football than in the NFL no, I, there, there can't be I mean well yeah actually yes there's what 300 something college teams of 50 that matter when it bottom comes to bottom football. line is right now I have you defending Bill Belichick, which is the first time I've ever heard you do that. No, no, so I besides I love, Bill Belichick I, being, I love, I love where this podcast is going. People get it, people start. get it twisted because I hate Boston sports. I don't like Robert Kraft. I think if Bill Belichick was anywhere else, it's not like I hate greatness because I love LeBron James. So I love greatness. I don't hate Tom Brady either. I just think the Patriots franchise and all involved with it when the past ten years are cheaters, and they just need to recognize that. And I can't wait. The time is coming. I tell you all the time. Time is coming where the Patriots are going to suck. The Patriots are going to suck for the longest time, and it's going to be great. Yeah, you know what I really should have done is I should have brought in – you sent me a text message. Um, Our freshman year at Providence, you sent me a a long-ass text message after the Patriots came back and beat the Saints. Um, Kembrell Tompkins scored a winning touchdown at Gillette Stadium uh, to beat the Saints. I don't know what week it was, but – Not important. um, it was around Thanksgiving. You sent me the longest text message about how the Saints were going to beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. And the Passion. time was coming. The time was essentially now. Called and Passion. when I cried, you were basically going to eat my tears and uh, and just, like, rip me apart. And, you know, I don't think that's happened yet. If half the As, people had half that passion I did in that text message, they would be doing a lot better in life. But anyways, back to college football. So what do you I mean, think that about... Was, that was a long time ago. It's not, okay, back to college football. Yeah, I, I thought it was a dull season, too, back to your point. What I did thought you, it was a pretty dull season, too. And there was individual games that were fine. No, there was uh, great, there's always great games. Um, like, yeah, there's always those good matchups. You're like, oh, shit, it's Saturday. 
I'm going to watch this game. And, like, you know that you're going to do that that day. But besides that, it's not like in the past years. I think, like, two years ago when they had the kick six game and the Jordan, Jordan Miracle O'Hare, whatever it's called, every yeah, channel was unbelievable. was unbelievable. So I think yeah. college, it's just proof that when the SEC is the best, like when there's dominant teams, like Ole Miss. Remember the year Ole Miss was good? That's the year I'm thinking of. Yeah. 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 When and, and like I think, obviously, when LSU's the SEC, good. What, what we're, I think what we're getting at is what a lot of other people are getting at. Uh, in terms of to have a quote-unquote successful year in terms of fans and, and viewership and that kind of thing in NCAA football, you got to have the SEC be the best conference by a mile. I think um, so, yeah. And clearly that's not the case this year. Well, actually, um, look, I take that back because they do have, according to ESPN, at least they're saying the top-rated games were like Miami at um, what? who they play. Notre Dame was, I guess, one of the top-rated games in the past five years like in terms of viewership. So I think maybe um, you just need to have marquee teams be good again because Miami yeah, being I think, good. I think right now we're just making reasons for why we didn't think it was the best season. I'm not sure that's everyone true. was with us. Because, yeah. um, I mean, there were, like, beginning of the year you did have – uh, like the get the start season started with Alabama Florida State and that was a one versus three matchup. Yeah, and it still sounded got, good on paper. St- yeah, it was good on paper. You still got a, like a crazy good at the end of October, a crazy good Ohio State Penn State game. Oklahoma Ohio State was a game. Michigan Florida was the top ten top twenty matchup at that point. So there were like yeah. a good game, and Mississippi State was a top twenty five team at one point, and they almost beat Alabama. So there was like, you know, there were good games and good matchups, and I think the viewership was actually pretty good, but. I think what you and I are kind of coming down to is the fact that we want the SEC to be the best conference True. just because that provides a little more yeah. of a dominant effect, I would say. Yeah, I, I see definitely like in the past years, there's been games where you turn on TV and you're watching Alabama's defense and it's just fun to watch them men against boys just completely yeah. dominate teams. And that's I don't think that's going to be the case against Clemson. I think Clemson is actually going to put up some points against them and Alabama's just – inability to score is amazing to me as well, especially yeah, if they're playing from I, behind. I think Clemson's going to give it to them, honestly. Yeah. Well, I, you're I a Clemson fan. Gonna win the, I'm a Clemson <clears throat> fan by association to my mom, but I, I think another disappointing part of this season, too, was there was a lot of, like, really great games, like you said, on paper that were, like, really, really hyped up and stuff. Any and game Michigan played just, just Yeah, and, like, Michigan wasn't a fun team to watch. They no. weren't enjoyable. And, like, and, like, Auburn, Georgia. It was a shitty SEC title game. Like twenty-one-seven was the final score. No one wants to watch that. SC or ACD championship. Clemson thumped Miami. Like, I was surprised at that. A Thirty-eight to three. Well, yeah, Miami kind of got screwed. They had some injuries, and, and it, it, it weren't really at full strength. So I heard um, that the speaking of injuries, I heard the committee took into consideration Alabama's injuries at linebacker, and that's why they were the four seed instead of the three seed. Yeah, which I think is kind of yeah. nuts. I, I think the committee's a little hypocritical in terms of taking in stuff like that because they preach their formula of why they choose teams and then they do shit like that. It doesn't really, it's not really consistent at all. Um, so I kind of get why people are mad about that, but I don't understand why people go <clears throat> to the lengths they do to argue why Alabama shouldn't be in. I get the yeah, argument. Just give me the eye test. I get, yeah, I get that their strength of schedule sucked. It did. And I, and I get they didn't even play in a conference championship game. That's fair. Those are both fair arguments. But when it first came out, um, you know, I vividly, I was sitting there and I heard that and I was like, what the fuck? Like how that doesn't make any sense. That's so yeah. ridiculous. And I got kind of pissed. And then I looked at it and I go, oh, shit, that's a crappy draw for Clemson. 
Yeah. And just saying that in the 07, that, that means they did their job. That means it's a good matchup and they should be in. No, so. yeah, it's definitely. But I think, I mean, if you're just given the eye test, like literally just look at Alabama. And just even though the teams, obviously Auburn, whatever, they have their troubles. But they they were beating teams by 15. They just, if you go position by position, they get up on you. That's, yeah. that's a hard-fought battle. And, I mean, yeah. if you just look no. at who was compared to, against them against USC, like, no. Ohio yeah, State, no, I can – People were arguing for USC. It felt like the BCS at times coming down the stretch. I remember I, me and you would try to figure out what was going on, especially in the Big Ten. Yeah. But, yeah. like, it felt like the old BCS, like, point computer alien system they had. But, yeah. And I don't really see any Big Ten team – mainly Wisconsin or Ohio State, I don't see them competing with a team like Oklahoma or no. Clemson at all. In terms of offense alone, I just, they, they just can't keep up with teams Wisconsin, like that. No matter how good Wisconsin's defense is, it, they're not going to keep up with a team like Clemson. No, Wisconsin, Wisconsin reminds me like the Wichita State of football. Like they're just yeah, they're always they're there very and good, and then they play yeah. Kentucky, and then they're like, ah, uh, this is yeah, we just got to yeah. Wisconsin, Wisconsin would do anything great. But uh, what are your uh, what's your predictions here before um, any of the games? I don't know when our next episode would be. So let's the bracket here. What are your predictions? It's, uh, what Clemson, Alabama, and then Oklahoma yep. and um, who am I forgetting? Oklahoma versus who's the uh, three seed? Oh, Georgia. Yeah, right? I'm trying to look up Jake Fromm. Jake Fromm, yeah, uh, Georgia is the third. Yeah, no, I think it's going to be, I think Georgia's going to get rolled. So I think it's going to be Oklahoma versus kinda Clemson, sick, though, I think. Jake Fromm, freshman, freshman last year, yeah. Get, yeah, that's pretty sweet. Wasn't he the freshman one, he was, he was on that quarterback show, right? Like where they followed yeah, around high school quarterbacks? Yeah, I was watching in the yeah. house last year. And he that, was, he was that's the a life to live. Yeah, uh, he looks like a fucking 40-year-old dude. Yeah. But I think uh, Baker Mayfield Wait, like, wins Heisman. That's right. Oh yeah, we could swear. We could you could cuss it out. I mean, just you know, don't don't go crazy, but you know, keep. I'll it. try. Yeah. All right. But, Sorry, um, so I interrupted you. What's your bracket? No, so I think Clemson versus Oklahoma and Clemson. Uh, I, I I don't know. Clemson's not losing Oklahoma. I don't. Yeah, but I I'm gonna Clemson's say Oklahoma, Oklahoma wins Oklahoma. and Baker Mayfield lives the life of every the dream of every five ten white male everywhere. So yeah, I think he wins the Heisman. Wins the I, national I think, championship. Yeah, he'll win the Heisman this weekend for sure. I think. Yeah. Uh, I don't see they're not going to. They're not going to be Clemson. There's I'm no be honest. I haven't game. watched Oklahoma enough, like to even <laughs> know what's going on. With he, they have a good offensive line, but he hasn't dealt with defensive ends like a front seven that Clemson has. In yeah, because he, he's not. He, he's evasive to a point, but he's not running for yardage, right? He's is like he, Johnny Manziel evasive. Yeah, he's exactly. He like is Michael Johnny Manziel. Manziel. Let's not forget yeah. this. This guy is Johnny Manziel. He's doing yeah. the same type of antics, beloved also, by his. Like every people, frat boy in America. Yeah, exactly. And people forget his story too of Baker Mayfield. He unbelievable like a, flag football. Unbelievable Wasn't he like story. playing? Well, that yeah, that was when he sat out his year at Oklahoma because he he was a walk on at Texas Tech. Yeah. He he didn't get any high major offers. He had a crap senior year because his team sucked after winning the state championship. His junior year, he walked on to Texas Tech because he didn't have any high major offers, but he still wanted to play high major football. He got the starting job as a freshman walk-on and then transferred to Oklahoma. No, he's uh, a stunt. Yeah, he's a total stunt. He he literally Um, does whatever he wants, which is the best part. Yeah, he people love. He's the J.R. Smith of college quarterbacks. He's not, I wouldn't call him the J.R. Smith because towards the end of his run here with Oklahoma, he began apologizing more and more, which kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I don't want to hear Baker Mayfield apologize. It kind of takes away what he does from the first No, I love it. I I get it. Oklahoma's obsessed with PR. They always have been, but still. 
No, I love it. I think it's even better because he'll just do whatever the fuck he wants and then just be like, oh, yeah, my bad. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. But, uh, um, right, what's so your bracket? On the same page with the brackets there. I think same most thing? people will be, too. Yeah, I don't see anyone beating Clemson, honestly. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't but, want him to, but, I mean, I, I just if – t- if Alabama – so let's say the, the winner of the championship will come out of the 1-4 matchup. That's what I believe. Yeah. I would agree with that. I think Oklahoma has a better chance to beat Alabama than they do Clemson. But okay. I don't think they will. I don't think Clemson will. Uh, and Georgia's not even a thought in my head. Uh, Georgia's good. I don't, I don't think they're o- a thought. O- Oklahoma, I, they can't keep up with Oklahoma's offense, I don't think. I don't think they, yeah, I'm not, not even a thought. I Nick, also just don't trust a freshman in the college football playoff. I'd much rather trust Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Well, yeah, Jake Fromm has to throw more than, like, Jalen Hurts did last year, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Nick Chubb, we can end on this. I did not know he was still in college. I thought he was, like, retired. Nick Chubb is kind of like, uh, yeah, he's kind of like a Peyton, like a, like a Peyton Siva. Or like, in there forever. Uh, what's the fucking, Aaron Kraft, that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, he's just, he's I just thought he was, I, I thought I, like, forever. saw him tore his ACL, like, three years ago. Yeah, I, I have no idea, but he has been there for so long, and he's been relevant for so long. Um, but he's he's a freak. Like that dude is he's unbelievable. Uh, but yeah, he's he's been he's one of those guys yeah. who's like a twelfth twelfth year senior. Good for him, man. I wish I could never leave college. Yeah, he's lived the dream. Yeah. Fact. He's got almost almost five thousand rushing yards for his career. That's that's stupid. Yeah. Uh, so crazy. it's from college football to college basketball. And we are Friar fans and our Friars are doing amazing. Not we, ideal. No, no it's not true. Terrible. Not it is actually yeah. but you know, but like terrible to a point. It's like to the same at the same point. Let's look at it this way. And I was telling people that were the URI fans that were kicking shit in my DMs. They beat us for the first time in seven years, right or six years? Seven or six years? It's seven years. They've, seven years. Providence had won. Providence had won for the last seven years. Yeah, we were slapping that ass. So they beat us one year, whatever. We had almost twenty turnovers, and they beat us by what five or nine points? Like it was like eight. It was like eight. So uh, you're so happy that we played our. Worst game I've seen the team play, honestly, in maybe yeah, two years. I mean, I mean, they are they are so they are so. I, I have no issue with the URI basketball program. It's one of the best up and coming programs in the country at the mid major level. By and just saying at the mid major level, we'll it should URI trigger them. They're mid They're like respect your elders. They're here's 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 my problem with the URI fans. Um, they all week. Twitter and on social they media live for this. talk about well first they will talk about how this isn't their Super Bowl because Providence fans one of their main things is that PC fans say this is URI's Super Bowl and then URI fans clap back and say no winning a game in the tournament last year is our Super Bowl and winning our conference tournament is our Super Bowl we have more things to be important with and then following that all they do is rant all fucking week oh about my this game God. with shit on Instagram, shit it's on Twitter. It's unbelievable. Non-stop. They show up to the game. That, that place was They had nothing so else to do. An hour before the game. I was there. I had to go there for the shoot-around. It was so fucking loud. One of the loudest environments I've ever been in, which is great. I love yeah, cool college I, basketball yeah. environments like that. Unbelievable. But towards the end of the game, people there were talking about if they were going to storm the court or not. It, what the it's, fuck are you It's thinking? ridiculous. Like, that's ridiculous. Like, that's yeah, the craziest like, thing. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard that's, also. That's what also. happens when your big brother beats you up for, like, five years. You go away yeah, to college. You, finally get, you get in the weight home, room, yeah. and you come back, and you're, like, dunking on him and shit, and you just want to tell everyone. He's like, all right, you got me once in seven years. 
I just, exactly. it's, they care so much. We're, we own so much of their mind. Like, they just think, like, oh, shit. Like, we, There's a lot. we finally yeah, we get over there. Yeah, Providence owns an oceanfront property it's in their heads. Insane. And, and I don't, And I don't really get, like, Providence fans were pissed off by the game, which I get. PC played like shit. But when you shoot under 50% from the free throw line and 21 turnovers or whatever it was, and you lose by seven, not a bad. They're positive. You can look at no, it. Yeah, I would. Full I would see mentality. them again, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't be too worse. If we were at home, I think different game. Even yeah, with the turnovers. Real home court advantage. Yeah, the environment. The basketball games I've ever been to. Yeah, that's. It's um, awesome that that it is becoming a robbery. I think Hurley's gone within the next few years. I'm be honest. Yeah, he's gonna. I don't know if he's gonna stick. around. He's a high major coach now. He's like. He is. I would hope he sticks around just because I think the program could be really really good if he does but just the facilities I, the, where the campus is the amount of recruits yeah, you're limited not, to even yeah, if he went to like a um like a big 10 school even Rutgers or something like that he would kill it man he, he's an awesome coach and i hope he sticks around i just don't think he, he picks fights i'm be honest i think he picks fights for no reason like and i understand the hurley motto whatever like him and his dad's brother i i've never seen him play providence where he doesn't pick a like he gets attacked and then antagonizes coolie yeah, they're just they're they're instigators. They're instigators. Yeah. The other thing that really pisses me off about URI after hearing them talk for the last two weeks, literally this has been going on, is they they yap and they talk so much. None of those fucking people are going to a game for the rest of the season. They yeah. have had at the Ryan Center thirteen total or twelve, I think it was, all time sellouts. That's embarrassing. And eight of them are against Providence. I mean, it makes talk about your team because they're Friar fans. Because go to one game every two years, and as soon as they leave, as soon as they leave, they're going back to Dunkin' Donuts Center to watch Providence play a mid-major because they know where the allegiance is lie. No one goes to Smithfield, Rhode Island, to watch fucking Jared Terrell mess around in the Ryan Center. I don't know. I don't see. I don't even know where it is because I. I don't know. Yeah, that's problem. But they know where Providence is. I mean, and like, and it's a shame because it's a good program and. Like, yeah. their best opponent probably come in there is maybe Dayton, VCU. It's probably yeah, the probably best team that's going to come in there for the rest of the year. And the A-10 kind of is kind of lit. I'm excited. to. The I'm going A-10 to their uh, tournament. Conference. And that Ryan Center is a sick place to watch a game when it's packed. Yeah. And it's stupid that they only pack it once a year. That How many teams do they get? They get in, what, two, three teams tops? Two teams oh. and then if, uh, um, for the tournament. Dayton VCU, yeah, Dayton VCU. So they probably get two teams it's, on average, it's right? It's normally two. It's normally yeah. two. Yeah. Wasn't last year three because URI won the championship? Last year, VC, yeah, did Dayton get in last year? I think Dayton was in. Honestly, if Dayton I got, if, uh, if Dayton, why, I know VCU got in last year. Um, Dayton, I don't think Dayton got in last year. Who knows? Um, I'm, I, I'm, not, I'm not positive, though. I don't know. Um, let me look, actually, real quick. No, yeah, but I cares. think I, I. It's just, but it actually does. Dayton, Dayton did get in. They lost to Wichita State. VCU okay. got in, and uh, VCU got in and lost to St. Mary's, and then URI went in and won one game. Yeah, um, that they're living on. For the rest that's. Of their lives. I mean, hey, I mean, we haven't. I honestly think it sucks that we've made we've made the tournament four years in a row. Yeah, First year lost to UNC. Really to show for it. No, nothing. And second year we lost to Dayton in a home game, which is you know its own problems. Third year we beat USC, but I it's still, it was one of the playing games, so it doesn't feel like a. I I'm just waiting for that real round of 64 win, but it's coming. It, it'll come. It'll, it'll come. Also, a, a bright spot about this game is that Fats Russell, freshman for URI, 
and Makai Ashton-Langford for Providence. Those two dudes battling it out for the next three years is going to be sick. Yeah, I, I loved awesome. it. Like, we knew we were on campus last year when, like, Makai committed and the excitement around it. And people yeah. were so excited and talking like he was. And I haven't been around as much as I've, well, I was, obviously, because I'm not a manager or whatnot. Uh-huh. But people were talking about him like he was, like, Chris Dunn or, like, a, yeah. uh, he's not. And I think people are understanding now, like, oh, he's not one and done. Like, he's he's oh, yeah. staying f- three, four years. Like, I'm going to say four years. Like, he's mm-hmm. just, unless he takes big steps, it's to the point where I'm still a little nervous when he's dribbling up the ball because he just has that. Makai? Yeah. A little bit. I mean, I've just like in the against Brown because I know he's a freshman. He but he just throws himself at the hoop. And I know we were we were playing with foul trouble the other night, so we really needed him. He had to be in the game, but it seemed that he wasn't under control. And he just just like when in doubt, he was just like, "Oh, I'm just gonna throw my lanky body at the hoop and try to make an awkward layup." I'm not. I'm not nervous at all. I'm. I'm for a freshman. I'm super confident. No, I'm confident, but I just. I would have loved, I would have loved, and Cooley didn't have the opportunity. He couldn't take him out because Alpha was hurt. Isaiah fouled out, so he was yeah. playing him down the stretch. But I think if he had um, Alpha and Isaiah available, he would have taken him out because he just looked like he was a, he was a little Cooley, lost. Cooley likes running small um, for some reason. Well, we don't have a choice. Yeah, I mean, uh, but you shouldn't have to resort to running small against a team like Brown, who's tallest guy 6'9". Shouldn't have to do that. No, that I mean, Brown work. is a trap game. It will forever be a trap game. We could be the number one team in the nation. That game is, regardless is of what I mean, anyone up says. Until PC lost to Minnesota earlier this year. That was Cooley's only home non-conference loss ever. It's, yeah, it's it's That's insane. It. And I like to say, I was a part of the program for four years. I leave, and arguably he's having his worst non-conference season ever. So I just, I'm just trying to say four think, years of excellence. Anna, I think if you're, if you're digging in and – analyzing it it might be but um i, I don't know i mean he's he's seven and two and he lost to minnesota and uri i it's disappointing but i don't know if it's the worst i, I mean say. i'm I mean, just saying that in years past when i was there the team was better non-conference and that's yeah, just that is that the fact year, all right no. so we're going from there we're going to talk about um I think, so, so what about when you were there yeah whatever you know it looks yeah good. no i'm the i'm the missing link so we'll go to uh, the pro side with the association. And you cover the Celtics and Oklahoma City Thunder. And what else? Yeah. Do you, cover the, you don't cover yeah. the Bulls, do you? The Wizards. The Wizards. Oh, that team. They got, they got beat by 47. Was it, was it 47? Yeah, but they came back and Bradfield went to work the next night. So it doesn't matter. That's the, that's the greatness of rooting for the Washington Wizards is that if they lose by 47, you can expect them to do the unexpected the next night or the next game. Um, and that's like it's awesome being a was someone hurt because, you, because they yeah John Wall is oh. you can they can suck that bad in one night and then they can have flashes of how good they can be the next even See, without John Wall they I a picked, pretty good Blazers team the next night I picked they're, the Wizards to be uh, the third seed in the East so um, uh, yeah, I don't like being wrong but um, they, it looks like they will I, I know they'll straighten it out at some point. But it's going to be a struggle to get there. Uh, the Wizards are just—I don't know if you want to go down this road with me. We might want to change the topic. I could—I could talk about the Wizards for way too long. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's no a, there's a lot cares. of front office issues there, and you that no one wants to hear about. Nope. No, no, you're right. Um, we can yeah. talk about the about LeBron. The Thunder are fun as fuck to talk about because they're an interesting team. Oh, all right. Here, this I have a question for you. So you actually pay attention. You write about them, blah blah blah. I watch them occasionally, yeah, I whatever. Do, I do the most work for them. So yeah. I see no so, why doesn't Carmelo Anthony? 
come off the bench. And I think, listen to this, I think, this is my theory, I think he's realizing that he would be better off the bench and that he could just come in the game and gun and play with either Paul George bringing up the ball or just Russell Westbrook, obviously. But I think he shot himself in the foot with that press conference in the summer when he said, oh, I came here to come off the bench. And now he, he knows in his mind he's going to look like an idiot if he agrees to come off the bench. So now he's trapped. He just, he's not going to come off the bench. He should. Why not? Should he not? What was who, so who do you who do you put in in his place? Just not not like I honestly I don't like even know who's on their bench. I I don't even know who's on there. Who's on their bench? Here's my thing. He what you said right there is is the issue. You said he'll come off the bench and he can gun. That's not his role with this team. So it should be. That's what I'm say saying. He's coming off the bench. That's a problem. So say you you bring him in in the fourth, then in a close game after he started the game off the bench, he is in a gunning mode. The, no, 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 no. No, but he, he sh- can't do that. That's all right. not Melo. All right. Well, he can. He has to adapt. Great players. All right. I want him to take on Eric Gordon. Right now, think about sorry. it. Think about. Think about it. He. I'm not bringing. I don't know any stats, facts, whatever. Think about like Lou Williams, Jamal Crawford, Eric Gordon. Great six men. They don't start the game. They come in as soon as the stars go out. There. I don't know what, when six men come in usually towards the end of the first, start of the second, right? Yeah, early, okay. early seconds. So you get, like what, idea. 12 minutes, it's your team, you're just gunning. And then you also finish the game. You play the last eight minutes of the fourth quarter. That's what a good six minutes. So in his first stint of playing, he should just be gunning. In the last stint, just go back, revert to Melo. Like, I think because Melo is one of the best offensive scorers of, scores of our time. I, I will firmly believe that I'll go to bat for him. I think he's a terrible teammate. I think he's a rain cloud. And I think it was a mistake for Oklahoma City. Thunder, I can't say the fucking name. I, okay, Oklahoma so, City Thunder. Sound uh, it out. Sound it out. No. I'm not. He, okay, listen, listen. He is not ever going to be a gunner with Oklahoma City, no matter if it's starting, no matter if it's off the bench, and he's already avoiding that. He's already avoiding that, okay? He has been starting, and he's going to continue starting. Uh, two games ago, between two games, he shot 17 times. That's two not games, good. That's like nothing for him. He no. also scored nine points in each of those games. That's the first time he's gone single digits in back-to-back games in his entire career. But he's adjusting and he's willing to sacrifice. So he should know, sacrifice know some more. Stats, know, know those stats. They won both the games. They're currently on a three-game winning streak. Mm. Look at the win their fourth game tonight, which would be their longest winning streak of the year. He is completely turning it around. Um, and he's not their go-to scorer. He's not going to be their go-to scorer. I, go-to yeah, scorer. he shouldn't be. I but I think he should he can easily I think average fifteen off the bench and I think that would be best for the team. It would not be. It would not be. Uh, his his shot selection is a lot smarter than it has been in the past. Uh, I, I just he's embracing his role, which is something I really didn't think he would do. Uh, um, no. and, he, and he's and he's finally changed. And I it just it wouldn't. It, it's clearly working. What they're finally embracing is I'm seeing change for the first time in a while and. I don't see him coming off I the want Denver Mello. I get I get I want Denver Mello. I want 2K Mello. I want buckets. You're never ever going to get that again. No, we'll get it again. Mello's going to chase a bag somewhere. He's going to end up in like Indiana or Atlanta. For like, yeah, he won't be able to walk, so you can't get No, that's going to be vintage Mello. I'm t- I mean, all right, fine. That's Play this way, whatever. You guys are, what, the maybe the sixth seed? In the Western Conference, maybe fifth seed, whatever. Balance, Paul George is gone. Like, what do you have to do to keep Paul George? In your opinion, what do you think you have to do to kill, keep Paul George? Because right now Paul he's... George. What do you have to do to kill Paul George? Yeah, uh, kill Paul George, keep Paul... Yeah. Well, you're going to kill him to by keep, keeping him in OKC. So to keep Paul 
George. Because he's look he's on Street Easy looking at homes in LA right now. I don't think uh, you can do anything. You know, I I don't really know. I mean, I first off, I think he's a Zillow guy. I don't think he gets Street Easy. No, Street Easy. No, 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 you're foolish. Yeah, that's he's, a stupid, stupid statement. He's from like the Midwest. Um, Any app to him I, I is think, like a new world. Nothing. My opinion, I think he's a guy Absolutely that kind of has his mind made up. He does. He went to go see what, for, test the waters. For the, for the sake of argument, he, he has a better chance to win. So I think he got to turn this ship around in the next couple weeks um, so he can, you know, kind of get out of the mindset of, well, Okay, so do you think what... Play. So you, got, you turn it around, you make the playoffs, and you make the Western Conference Finals. So do you and think you it takes the Western shit. Conference Finals berth to keep him, or do you think, like... Yeah, that's the best you're going to do. One, no one's beating Golden State. That's the best you're going to do. You get some I know a team that's going to be he, he realizes, shit, I'm not going to be back here for at least three years with the Lakers. And why, why am I going there? What, what, am I, what am I doing there? Unless he just wants to get paid, which I get, maybe. But I, I don't think, think, he, I think he wants to win. I think. Well, then you got to get to the Western Conference Finals. No, I think they get to the Western Conference Semifinals. And I think they will get shellacked by Golden State. Russ is going to have one game where he goes crazy. He'll be Russ. They'll be honestly. I think it goes six games. I think Golden State over OKC, six games. I think um, he's already moved his stuff into his LA home, and I, I think mean, that. Hey, I'm I'm on. I I think everything in LA is on pause because until LeBron signs, ha. I'm sure he's talked to him. Ha. Like uh, once LeBron goes there, maybe. Oh, he'll see, come, I maybe that mm-mm, will. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Hey, I will bet anyone money. I'll bet you money. Is going to the Lakers. You heard it I got an inside source. I got an inside source. Oh yeah. I don't want to reveal my source, but I think I'll, actually I'll reveal my source. For those of you who don't know, me and LeBron think the same way and we're on the same wavelength. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, and there you go. That's a good he, in his source. head, because this is this is what LeBron LeBron is so smart and calculated. Let me let me go on a little LeBron rant. I'm gonna do one for every podcast. This is my rant right now. He's so hey, smart like and he LeBron. knows. I love LeBron. He just and he, pisses me off. No, no, no. Let me, let me, let me, let me talk. Let me talk. So LeBron's like, damn. All right, I'm putting, you on, I'm putting together this team. Whatever. We're not gonna, we're not gonna be Golden State. And if we do, my legacy will be cemented. But if we don't, whatever. Cool. Going to my tenth final in a row. He's like, so maybe I should just, you know, make it to like fifteen in a row. Stay in the Eastern Conference because the Sixers are a couple years away. Kyrie's my son, and I'll never let him beat me. So why would I leave the East for at least three years? The only way he goes to L.A., I think, is when the East is just as good as the West, and then he's like, shit, let me go just chase a championship on a team. And then I think he'll go to the West. I think he's in the East until the East is formidable, and he won't be able to make it to the, to the finals. Because right now, he's got – what do you mean, the East? The East is – it's going to take a long-ass time for the I East think to get it's, back to where I think was. it's going to be – well, no, not back to where – but formidable enough where he's, it's not guaranteed. Because right now, the playoffs – the season, enough, yeah, but he's not, he's, you're, I mean, you're, yeah, okay, continue. Because for LeBron, I think for most NBA players, especially teams that are, like, very good, like the Raptors, I'll put this team, they're not very good, but they know they're going to be there when it counts. Season starts Christmas, no, preseason, I think, it starts, like, Christmas time, and then, like, right before playoffs is when the season the starts. Season starts around Christmas time. What? I would say the season starts during Christmas No, nah, I think they're right. still pre-season getting their stride. And then a month after that, they're like, all right, time to go. For other teams, they have to – it's it's like Knicks, this is it for them, blah, 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 Bucks. I love the Giannis talk. I love how it's died down. Everyone was, oh, my God, they were going yeah, crazy. kind of freaked. I mean, not oh to take anything God. away from him. 
Yeah. No, take it away from the guy. The only reason he's putting those numbers, it's like the Russell effect. Because who is he? He has to do everything. It's not like he is so good at everything, which he is. But like, he, he has to be. Don't take away from him. He's a he's a freak. But I wouldn't take away from him because of who's around. Okay, him you put him. all right. But let's if if Russell Westbrook had Paul George last year, he's not winning MVP. Yes or no? If Paul George said again, yeah, if Paul George or another. Um, a star equivalent to him was on Oklahoma City Thunder last year. Does Russell win MVP? Yeah, probably not. That's what I'm so you have to yeah. take in consideration who's on the team with him. Right. Giannis is leading his team in every single category. Right, but so are you saying that Russ wasn't as good as he really was last year? Yeah, yeah kind of. Cause if it's so, I have a problem with the award anyways because there should be a most valuable and then a player of the year. Russell yeah, Westbrook, player of the yeah. year. Most valuable. How far did no, they make it? No, I mean, imagine that team last year with Dan Ross. Like, okay, so maybe in that case, he should have won both. Correct. All right, maybe. But, like, no. If if you take Russ off that team, how much better are they? How much worse are they, rather? They're off this team right now? No, no last year. In a season last no, they're year. They're horrible. They're bad. Okay, you take... I was going to make a LeBron argument, but it doesn't work here. Yeah, of course you were. LeBron is the most valuable player ever seen. I the talk knocked down rightfully so. People were acting like he was the second coming. It was, uh, it was which insane. was kind of ridiculous and it was a little premeditated. But, uh, you know, people had been waiting to have that, you know, epiphany about Giannis for a couple years. So I think once it finally started happening, everyone jumped all over it because they were excited that it was finally happening. I didn't get excited until he told his coach that he was going to fuck him up. When I heard, that, when I saw him say that, I was that like, was "Yeah, hard. Giannis." That, that's the kind of shit. That that's when I liked it. The best. I loved it, and then people freaked out, and it's. I didn't think it was even even an afterthought because I liked it, but I don't think it was any news because it's an assistant coach. It's not like he was telling Jason Kidd to fuck off. It's yeah, different because assistant coaches obviously are closer than head coaches. Yeah. I just loved it. I think that's that superstar mentality you got to have, like. Obviously, if probably you saw not, the play, he probably, like messed I, up. I get what you're saying. I, like, I love that too, but that's probably not the uh, the superstar mentality you're looking for. Okay, let me rephrase. Not the superstar, men, not the superstar mentality. More of just the. Uh, I think it's that healthy arrogance that players need, and I'm not yeah, saying okay, like that's he. Fair. Well, you got to have a little bit of an edge to be a star in the NBA. Of course, and I mean that's why I think yeah. Steph Curry is just. Uh, an enigma, but that's a different. That's for a story that's for another. Hey, listen. Also, if we're talking about the Thunder, we're talking about star players. It would I'd be doing everyone an injustice. Meaning, if you, we didn't talk just for a hot second about Stephen Adams and what he's been doing. Yeah, games, yeah. Explain I, to me because I saw you tweeted something. I didn't really. I don't watch the games unless they're prime time. Obviously, what 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 was going on? My guy is fucking killing it lately. In the last the Thunder on a three game winning streak. Hopefully, four after tonight. He has, he's shooting 28 for 34 in those three games, 66 points, 25 rebounds. The dude gets up and down the court faster than any big man I've seen in a long-ass time. And back to the Carmelo thing. Carmelo creates so much space for this dude and frees up so much, so much space. It, it's it's incredible. So without Carmelo, another reason why they need him to start. Okay. He makes Steven Adams so much more effective. Think about just, this, this is one thing, my least favorite NBA player, and I actually, I, I dislike this guy as a person. Take Andre Roberson off that team and replace him with replace him with. We know people that are better. I'm a better shooter than him. He makes he me is, so mad. That's a di- topic for another day because I could go off. But imagine how wide Roberson the floor fan. would be. I'm not a huge Roberson fan. Should, no one should be. No one should be a fan. 
I've been sticking up for him a lot. Well, like, that's, he that's is, cool. shut up, His shut up. mom doesn't he stick has, up for him. He is as big of a reason why the Thunder are on a three-game winning streak as Melo. And he is so good on defense. He hasn't missed a shot in two games, just saying. Because I'm hoping he, he doesn't. He hasn't shot anything. I hope he's zero for zero. He has like seven shots, six shots. And he is, his shot selection is better. He's not just yanking from three like he used to from the corner every time. People hate on this dude. He is so good on defense. People yeah. shit on the defense. Well, all right, let's tell, you're the stats guy. Why, why do people hate on it, Chris? Tell the people. Why do people hate on what? Yeah, why do people hate on Robeson? Let, let the people because know. They don't know. he's not a good offensive player. Not, not good. He's terrible. Chris, they don't what guard do him. They don't, you don't find a defensive guy like that. In the okay, I would take half. I would take twenty five percent more on the offensive side and twenty five percent less on defense. He's a much better player. His offense is so bad. I don't think his greatness on defense outweighs it. I mean, you, Chris, they they would his own your own fans were cheering when he made a free throw. As a skill player, he he's equivalent yeah, to what, he a two three. So that's not concerning. Yes, it, Chris. Imagine how wide the flame would be if you had a shooter, someone that could make a consistent shot. I'm telling you, man, he is so valuable on defense. Also, no. right now he's shooting. He's shooting over fifty percent of the field. So you need to bite your tongue when you're talking about his offensive okay. game right now. He's no. playing twenty-five minutes a game. He started three games this year. No. I get mad when players are making that much money and can't make a free throw. I get mad when I'm watching. Wait, listen. I get mad. When I'm watching someone on TV do something, I can do better than them. That's when I get mad at anything in life. In life, I get so mad because I'm sitting there and I'm like, this man is cannot yeah, put a ball I, in a hoop. I get that. But so, so you get mad at Shaq for not shooting free throws? Shaq is no, also no. Think about this, how good Shaq is. You get mad at Andre No, Trump listen, listen, listen what I'm saying. Think about how great Shaq was. He's known as one of the most dominant forces. He changed the game. And yeah. if he made half of his missed free throws, he would be the um, highest scoring player in NBA history. But he's still known as... The greatest offensive threat, and yeah. he couldn't make a fucking free throw. So that, you're saying if you have something to even it out with? Even, he can't, yeah, even it out or surpass. He can't even it out. Andre Drummond is averaging 20 and 20. I don't know if that's true. That's probably not. All right, so Andre, so Andre Roberson evens it out with his defensive game. Nope, right. I don't think it's good. Yeah, I don't think it's good. Um, okay, so you have anything else that anybody want to talk about? Um, I don't know why the New Orleans Pelicans suck. It doesn't make sense. They have two monsters, but that's... That just that's is a quick that's, tidbit. That's an argument for another day. That's been the case for three years, and no one understands it why. Does, Until it they doesn't free Anthony sense. Davis, I'll hate that organization. It doesn't. So, it really is frustrating. Yeah, and, and until they get rid of Anthony Davis, whether the Celtics or not, I need to stop listening to Celtics fans talk about the potential Anthony Davis trade. It's uh, like Patriot fans talking about Larry Fitzgerald getting traded to the Patriots. It'll never fucking happen. Oh, all right. So good I, segue. I NFL. You know this hot take, and I'm going to stick by this forever. We'll okay. finish. I know you have to go, so we'll finish up like Tevis. Larry Fitzgerald is just past, I think he's third yards all-time or something like that, something crazy. If, yeah. in my theory, because his quarterbacks, um, I, I don't fucking know who they were. I know it was Carson Palmer and and who else? It's uh, Kurt Warner. So he had two eh, above-average maybe quarterbacks, right? And he's putting up yeah, was, yep. insane numbers. It's, if he had a Drew Brees, a Ben Roethlisberger, a Tom Brady yeah. – Oh, I think he would be the. I think he'd be the best, and I know Jerry Rice is so far out there, and people talk about the route one running and whatever. Larry Fitzgerald is he's better than Calvin Johnson, whether people want to admit it or not. Calvin did things that were unreal in a short span of time, but this guy's been putting in work for ten years, more than ten years, but like on the forefront for at least ten. I obviously first ballot Hall of Famer. I think he'd be the best wide receiver ever if he had. 
I, I'm with you. That's a, I mean, that's a totally valid argument. I don't really understand how people don't talk about that more. Because it's a small market. He's just a, like, he doesn't do anything. He's just, he's like Kawhi Leonard of the NFL. He doesn't, like, he's just there. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I started looking at um, Josh Gordon's numbers the other day, and that kind of reminded me of that same argument you're talking about now. Because Josh Gordon has done that. He's wild. He is insane. He's, I don't know. He his PR insane. person needs to be shot. Uh, why are you letting Why are you letting Duke talk about all the shit he used to do? Just be happy you're back in the NFL and just go yeah, ball. Like, I, I don't, just gotta start moving he's forward. He's like, but yeah, the I'll, shit he's done with with who he's had throwing the ball. Fucking insane! It's unbelievable. The Browns organization is just it. I don't. Yeah, that's get not it. anything I'll ever really understand. I don't yet. get it. Yeah, and it's really a, it's really what they announced today that Jackson's gonna be there for next year too. He's gonna be their head coach. Yeah, with he's one in nineteen or something like that. And so I get, and you can't blame him, but get, like, I, there's I get there's a lack of personnel, makes sense, but the coach has to take some sort of blame when he's when he's won one game of the last I two years. Think, I think I how is ownership like? Honestly, I would start a new franchise. I'd move even if it was across the street. You got to change the name. You, what is, the Browns is just it's just Cleveland sucks as it is. Honestly, like. Yeah, it's just I mean, terrible. That, I don't even. I, it's kind of uh, it's depressing. Yeah, it's it's depressing. Today I was watching uh, draft party videos of their past few draft parties. If you want a good laugh, if you want to feel good about yourself, I'll, get, I'll feel if depressed. If your team is down, go type in Cleveland Browns draft party on YouTube, and you can see their celebrations after drafting Trent Richardson and Johnny Menzel, among other people. And it is laugh out loud funny watching but these. I just go don't nuts. get that. It's, I don't get Trent Richardson. I think I a lot of teams probably could have got that wrong. That's whatever. Johnny Menzel. That's like going for the gimmick player versus a player where you at least and it's very football is probably so especially quarterback. It's so hard to pick a good quarterback. But yeah. kids, what six one and all the plays he made were throwing across his body. And you could make the argument, oh, he's a playmaker. Just go get a traditional quarterback. You could go to the MAC or D two and just get a six four white guy. They can throw the ball downfield and hand off the ball. I don't understand it's good, it. Good man, the Browns are the Browns. They like Brandon Weedens, man. They it's like, like Brandon Weedens. The like Browns are the team that, that. I literally. Feel bad for Joe Thomas, that's the guy. No, maybe it's him. Maybe, no one's talking about it. Maybe, He's been playing for Thomas, so long. That, that guy's a stud. He's a stud, but they haven't been winning. So let's honestly, if there's one common denominator, they've changed GMs, they've changed quarterbacks. There's who's been the one guy that's been there. What if, what if like, Braylon Edwards ended up with, like, got drafted by, like, the Patriots or the Packers or something? Well, the Patriots if, build system quarterbacks, so that would probably work. Yeah, totally. Uh, what if, like, I mean, I just feel bad for some of these guys that got drafted. I think could have had really good careers, and I feel bad. I, this is like where I feel bad. Sean Kaiser or something like that, because he could have, if he was just placed in another system, maybe he would have been fine if he went to Houston or something He'll, He's like fine. That. He's still young. It's I, I, As long as you're in NFL, I think you'll get a chance. But I think this is where I feel bad, especially when teams are, for any team that's out of playoff contention, and let's say you're on a long-term contract, what are you playing for besides CTE? <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. I, Your yeah, team's I mean, out of the playoffs. I want to go, yeah, I'm, I'm going full screen, like blah, blah, blah. You already signed. Let's say you have three years on your contract, so you're not in a contract year. What do you gain? I think, honestly, they should just let – the second stringers play. I think after as soon as your team's eliminated from playoff contention, you should have a clause in your contract where you're like, "I'm done." Like, what are you doing? 
I don't yeah, get I mean, it. That's why, that's why you're not in the NFL. You don't have the hard work. You don't have the, I think for those of you who don't know and see me and ask, like, why I'm not playing a professional sport, I had double hip surgery when I was in seventh grade. Um, it really affected me. I was yeah. – yeah. my you life – You don't have the commitment. You have the drive. Also, I could be if I wanted to. I could be if I wanted to. But um, yeah. NFL – oh, Giants. I got to talk about Giants. Let me talk about Giants. The um, – yeah. I this, uh, I hate the Giants so much. I don't. Well, you hate the Giants because they beat uh, the Patriots twice as a rule, but yeah, more so because they're fans. But yeah, they did. They so did. the Giants for everyone that the Giants are terrible, and it, it's irrational because beginning of the year, I remember like Bleacher Report like Super Bowl champs, everyone, and I thought they were gonna be good too. Why not? Because they had great wide receivers. Eli Manning does Eli Manning things. Um, tight end, that's a wide receiver. Defensive line on paper looks good. Um, Landon Collins, whatever, it looks good. They're ter- they're terrible, like literally a dumpster fire. Odell Beckham gets hurt. Classic. I was hoping you'd um, use that. Yeah, dumpster. We got through, that, the, Browns. We yeah. got through the Browns discussion without a dumpster fire. But damn. Okay, continue. Yeah. So Odell Beckham, great player. He turns Eli Manning's five yard inaccurate throws into touchdowns. The offensive line is terrible, and I mean, it's is yeah, it's it's really bad. it's like fans are like I feel bad for the linemen that they're so bad, and it's just like. <laughs> Because it's not even like there's – because usually you can get away with, like, two bad linemen if the rest are right, average. Let's get away from this. Why are we – talk about McAdoo. Let's talk about the – No, I'm, get, I'm, I'm telling – yeah. So I'm, get, I'm getting to the point, Chris. You got to give people the backstory. What's, what if someone came from another country and doesn't know? Yeah, so they suck. I think in order of who's to blame, I blame the GM first, then McAdoo, and then right next to that is fucking Eli Manning. And Giants fans want to pretend like it was all McAdoo, his system, his slick back hair, whatever – so you're Why? saying you blame Eli Manning more than you blame John Morrow? Yeah, I'm, ownership, whatever, they got rid of I don't really care. Obviously, yes, ownership is, yes, it's, it all starts with ends with them, so let's not even put them in the conversation. The GM, for not being able to draft anyone competent besides a fucking tight end that's a wide receiver, and then Bob McAdoo, but right after that, true or false, Eli Manning is right there. Okay, well, yeah, he's he's up there to blame with the – He's up there to blame with the reason why they sucked. He sucked. Okay. I get that. But here's my little defense. I rarely defend the Giants or Giants fans. I'm going to defend them here for a second. One, yeah, like we said before, the offensive line sucked. That's tough to do. Whatever. Good quarterbacks can get over that. He didn't. He still sucked. Two, he was so, uh, I guess you could say classy, or he was such a professional through all this shit where guys were leaving the locker room, leaving practices, walking out on the team. He was professional and said all the right things through all this. So the fact that Mara allowed Eli to be benched before it makes Mac me. I get. I get serious. Yeah. Was such was total horseshit. Yeah. Doesn't the fact make that sense. anyone could ever say that was an okay move by the Giants as the, as a team and as an organization is total bullshit. That's Eli. Total Eli bullshit. has like you could Google Eli crying on multiple occasions yeah, when Tom Coughlin left and then this, and people say how much he loves him. I'll fast forward. Why doesn't Eli take his, you know, goofy-looking face down to, to Jacksonville, Jacksonville. Go to hook up with his boy, hand that ball up to Leonard Fournette? Who are the wide receivers? The wide receivers are the most injury-prone in the world, right? It's um, Allen, Keenan well, I mean, whatever. The Jaguars could be so, so good. There are a couple of pieces he, away is the point I'm getting at, yeah. They are, and they have a good defense, and Coughlin's there, so he knows how to deal with it. Who their, yeah, their wide receivers, what? They have, like, Allen Hearns. Keelan is yeah. pretty good. Mercedes Lewis is a great tight end. Marquise Lee is there. And they, they have, have a horse in Leonard Fournette. Yeah, they also have Chris Ivory and TJ Yeldon behind him, who can also catch out of the slot as well. I so didn't even, I forgot TJ Yeldon was there. 
yeah, so it's not like they have, like, no options. And their defense is pretty fucking good, too. Um, so I don't really get why people haven't talked about that more. I mean, who do they have on defense? They have, they have I'm, I'm not going to pretend like I know. I, I, they're just good. I don't, I don't no, know. I, you do. You know. So they have Paul Pazlowski, the linebacker from Penn State. He's there. Miles Jack is there. Jalen Ramsey's there. Uh, oh, Ra- I know Ramsey because he talks Barry shit. Church, and they're, like, they're strong safeties. Who's their, who's, uh, is Ramsey the cornerback that talks shit, and I love him? He's like. He's the one who went out with A.J. Green. Yeah, I love from that. Florida, he's from Florida State. Yeah, he's I'm great. telling you, D-backs, wide receivers, divas, man. I love now, it. If you, if you could get, I'm 100% with you, if you could get Eli to Jacksonville, I'm down. Start the movement. Eli to Jacksonville, I'm, I'm all in. I love it. I think he should go two years, try to win a championship. He won't, but just try. It's better than what's going on. <laughs> in, uh, it's be- yeah, it's better than sticking around at the Meadowlands, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah. He's been made a scapegoat. No, Bo- I think Bob McAdoo has made a scapegoat. I don't know. I'm not gonna. I'm not shitting on him. I'm just getting him with the facts. McAdoo with the good hair seems like a scapegoat. Benny with the good hair is like I. I don't see how you could label him anything but a scapegoat. Also, the best thing that I heard ever was from uh, on part of my take. They said they show before and after pictures of what McAdoo looked like. Slick back hair. He looked like when he joined the Mazak basically said that he was lived out the storyline of a high school kid in a movie and he did. Who forgets his friends, goes and becomes one of the cool kids. Now he's got the shades and the slick back hair and everything goes bad. And he forgets his friends and now he, he lost everything because he's not even friends with the cool kids anymore. I say, laugh out loud funny. I also think that it has to do with the market because I think let's say this team is in, let's say, San Diego Chargers. I know they're the L.A. Chargers now, so maybe not. That's a bad example. If they're in a smaller market, let's say Carolina, I don't think he's fired. I think they ride it out until uh, Black yeah, Monday. I think they ride it out too, but that's New part York. of taking a job in a big market. Yeah, he's not a big New market York's coach. They should be able to tell. He's not a New York coach. Like He's not a coach. He's not a guild. He's not, he's yeah, not a that coach. Is very he's true. a coordinator. He's yeah. not a coach anywhere. He's a coordinator. But, I don't, yeah. I can't uh, wait to yeah, see him get fired. Yeah, that was an interesting poll. Uh, I mean, I know I a lot of Giants fans who were pissed off when they named him head coach, so. It's not a surprise to a lot of people, but yeah, I agree. If they're in a small market, he's probably sticking around for that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You want to wrap this up? Yeah, we could uh, wrap up. You have any other sports you want to sport talk? Any? No, I think that's good. I get to go. Uh, I get to go watch the first game of the NBA in Mexico series this year. So keep an eye out for all those games in Mexico City. It'll Are you going to go to any? I have. You couldn't pay me enough money to go down there and watch that game. One of my uh, a guy I know who writes, uh, he's a beat writer for the Oklahoma City Thunder. He traveled with the team down there, and he was taking an Uber to their shoot around this morning from their team hotel. Uh, and he was talking to the concierge down in the lobby, and she suggested that he take an Uber over there sooner rather than later. He asked her why, and uh, the facility where they were practicing, which is the same stadium that they're playing the game at, was eight and a half miles from their arena. And it took him 90 minutes to get there. Um, there is Amen. no, like, transportation at all. He said the traffic was ridiculous. It took him 90 minutes to go nine miles, which is mind-blowing. So you could have just no. worked on his fitness and ran a 10-minute mile pace and been there sooner. Yeah, not, not, not this guy. He's not one to work on his fitness. Well, yeah. Let's not call. Let's not body shame anyone. I didn't say any names. I didn't say any names. No all right, yeah, we're so we're going to. We're a No Shame Podcast. No Shame Podcast, yeah. So thanks for listening. Um, if you think our takes are rational or illogical, then you're in the right place. Um, we're going to work on the outro in our segments. And, uh, we'll work on all of it. This is the, this is the pilot. We'll work on it all. Yeah, this is like, you know, it's, it's like, yeah, you know, it's like a pre-test. You know, we want to see where, where we're at, where our skills are. 
and uh, we'll get better. I, I promise. Cool. Bye, Blake. Bye, Chris.